Health Insurance 2.0 is proud to announce its one-of-a-kind podcast series speaking to the evolution of the modern employee. Surveys show that over 60% of all future hires will be done remotely. Stay tuned as we discuss this phenomenon and provide value insight to challenges human resources and administrative personnel face in a new post-pandemic reality. Without further ado, welcome to Health Insurance 2.0 and BetterGroupHealth.com. Hello, this is Cal Burgess, and thank you for listening to our new podcast series brought to you by Health Insurance 2.0. You can find us at BetterGroupHealth.com. We're also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Alignable, so please connect with us. Um, In this podcast series, we're going to speak with several financial professionals and get their take on how to onboard the remote employee and important considerations for human resources and administrative personnel. So without further ado, let's jump into the show. Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Cal Burgess with Custom Insured and Health Insurance 2.0. We have um, a financial professional, Al Wagner, with True Payroll out of Marco Island, Florida, on our show today. And uh, he's going to be discussing um, important considerations when onboarding remote employees as 60% of all future hires um, is uh, likely to occur in the next couple of years, uh, at least going remote. So, uh, Al, welcome to our show. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Okay, well, um, per our conversation earlier, um, I wanted to kind of um, resurface some of the points we discussed. Um, you know, what what is your, uh, or what do you feel is the main consideration that employers are kind of missing when integrating remote employees from your experience as far as, um, you know, um, having employees in several different states. Well, the first part, Cal, is is actually having a process and a system that can be as automated as possible. Because one of the considerations is how you're going to actually manage the paperwork and the flow that needs to occur in order to bring that person on successfully. And one, you, you don't want to start off with bad impressions, um, whether you're the employee or the employer, and particularly when it's the smaller business. We don't often think about having to necessarily impress our new employees. However, we really should. Um, they're they're the lifeblood of of any business, and so having systems that can push that down to the new employee level, so that they can in turn push that information back, versus having to pull it out of them. Um, now, it would be pulling teeth at the dentist. You know, if if we could pull our own tooth instead of having to go through all of that and do it in a in a painless way. We would do it, and then the dentist could then take a look at it and fix it up for us after the fact. Um, in in this particular case, it really is about figuring the best process that works for the business and the owner of that business so as to not create additional work that we didn't sign up for when we started our businesses. So that would be the first consideration for me. The second would be because of the remote nature, because of my background, um, being the former retired recovering CPA, knowing tax stuff, if you will, <clears throat> remote employees are a little bit scary in the business owner didn't get in the business of preparing taxes in any way, shape, or form. 
they got in the business to do whatever it is they, they're often doing. Do you know, as the employer, what tax, from an employment standpoint, they're obligated to pay? Because if you're in Florida hiring somebody in Texas or you're in Texas hiring somebody in Pennsylvania because that's where the best qualified worker is, do you know what you need to do in order to make sure you're in compliance with that state that you're now in? Did you create what's called a nexus? And all of a sudden, you have new things that you've got to do up there. So making sure that you have the resources and the tools in order to identify those things ahead of time. That would be the second concern. And then the third, we were talking about it, right? How do you know that that remote employee fits within the culture? I think that's actually might even rise above because you've got to make sure that you have the right person in the right job regardless of where they're at. No, I agree 100%. You know, and um, when you onboard that employee, those are important considerations. And without the proper procedures to onboard these employees and take care of all that, all you're really doing is just putting additional constraint on the HR and administrative personnel to be able to handle all that and unfortunately address those problems as they come up, which can be too late at that point. Um, so it's uh, for us, it's about making sure that the HR and administrative uh, um, employees have all the tools they need to not only onboard the employee efficiently, but each employee receives the same level of service at the same time, freeing up valuable time for these administrative employees to be able to focus on other issues like recruiting and at the same time bringing a uh, white glove service for those employees where they don't have to look over their shoulder. They know that they have the right procedures and the right professionals integrating, you know, whatever their needs are or from whatever state they're in. And from the target market that is our ideal customer, there's many times where there isn't an HR or administrative help. It's the owner that has to do those things. And they may have somebody that can they can lean on a little bit. Uh, however, as those businesses that are up and coming, that are going from 5, 10 to 15, 20, 30 employees or more, if, if they haven't thought it through, you're exactly right. They're now putting out fires because they didn't think it, they didn't know what they didn't know. It's not that they didn't think it through. They didn't know to think about it. And Unless they bring in the right vendor partners to help address those, like what you guys do, they're going to find themselves fighting a fire that's out of control because they don't know what they don't know. And being practical about it up front makes a whole lot more sense, getting the right bells and whistles, if you will, and the services that that can be brought to bear makes more sense. So with white glove service, absolutely worth doing that so that you can focus on what it is that you do in business. A hundred percent agreed. I always look at that phenomenon you're discussing as being watered down. You know, it's like um, whenever I'm talking to an HR administrative or some managerial position about, you know, their group health needs moving forward, I often come across, well, we have this guy over here on the side that is helping us and has been with their, been with us from the start. Well, they're looking for options because as they brought new employees on, they started seeing some more of those fires pop up that you just sorry, you just uh, mentioned. And what happens is when one professional is there from the start, the bigger it gets. Well, the more they try to take on 
the the less of an expert they become in those fields and it becomes watered down across the board so it's very important to find a group of professionals that are going to handle your needs to accommodate that that can all be integrated into one and i think that's where the the key to the remote employee really is to eliminating all those headaches down the road is again focusing on professionals that understand that industry that aren't stepping outside the bounds just to try to capture new business. And I think that's where a lot of going businesses are going to continue to struggle. I totally agree. And finding those professionals that will stay in their lane, I think, is it, it, it's better to bring in five experts than one know-it-all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, hey, listen, we really appreciate your insight on the show. Um, th- these are some, uh, you know, deep considerations that, you know, employers and um, administrative personnel need to consider when onboarding these employees because, unfortunately, it's when it's a little bit late, it's, uh, you know, or when it pops up late, it may be too late to fix it, I should say. <laughs> so, um, I guess, uh, Al, if you would, uh, just let um, our listeners know how to contact you, how to uh so you can um, potentially help them with their payroll solutions or if they have, you know, employees in other states that they may need assistance with. Sure. Thanks for allowing me that opportunity. It's Al Wagner at www.truepayroll, T-R-U, payroll, no E in that. And our office phone number and text line is 239-394-0358. And we're happy to... Talk to anybody about things that are payroll-related. Hey, thanks for um, you know coming on our show. We look to uh, you know having you at a, as a future guest down the road. And for all of our listeners, um, we do work with uh, um, group health employees, and we bring in at a level of service where we take care of all the claim-related issues moving forward in addition to superior service. So you can reach us at bettergrouphealth.com. And uh, this is Cal. Thank you for listening. And you all take care and stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for other podcasts soon to follow. For more information, check us out at bettergrouphealth.com.